not go broke so that your child can play sports. It isn't necessary. This is the Coaching Life Podcast. My name is Pat Martin. I'm here with my friend, Coach Chris Stewart. Coach, great day outside today. I have a lot of, a lot of enjoyed my walk to the good to the studio. Good. good. I like the uh, fall feel that's in the air right now. You know, we oh, oh, listen to that. Right outside our studio here, someone's getting taken down right now, arrested. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? I don't hear it. Did you hear that? I thought it sounded like a helicopter or something. I thought it was, was it, it. Was it that true? I didn't see a police officer drive by, but I saw like an unmarked. That's what it was. Interfering with the, they. Ooh, they might have been FBI trying to track our what we're talking about here. That's right. You we think? heard some guys. We heard some guys are going to throw some people uh, under a bus and and kick them a little bit today. In our, <laughs> guys, in you podcast. can subscribe. Yeah, to the FBI don't guys to, tracking. You know, right. That have a bug. You'll on know our right lives. where we're at. Yeah. You'll know right. <laughs> no. Yeah, we always start off our podcast uh, talking about the weather. It's like, well, I, it, it's like, here's why. It's just what, you know, it's, it's, uh, for me, how's it going? It's been nice out there, hasn't it? <laughs> for me, I love, I've, and I don't spend much time at, on campus anymore because we, no? you know, we, when, when COVID hit, we, everyone went remote except Coach Stewart here. He was, he was in here working. Hardcore. Yeah. He stayed the whole time. But, uh, I've always enjoyed, campus just walking around campus i always have even when i was a kid i did and so you know being able to be up here and and seeing college green and mm-hmm. and smelling the uh whatever it is the grease whatever it hey is. i <laughs> purposefully park far away so you can I mean, walk there yeah there are you know different options for parking lots and all of them happen to be downhill and <laughs> making it an uphill walk to my office every day. But sometimes I will actually park like during the summer, like during right now, uh, when it's, it's, it's summer, but the, like you said, these days have been really nice. Yeah. And so, uh, in addition to that, the football team has been in camp as well. Mm-hmm. And so they, they get out there and they start working out around nine o'clock. I mean, there are people doing, doing things and drills and things like that early, but they actually start organizing their stuff about nine o'clock in the morning. And so I'll, I'll come down there out as I've been pulling in here, I've been hanging out at the house and doing a lot of answering emails and kind of getting my day started working from home, which is a, a, a cool yeah. flexible, I mean, yep. thing that we actually do have. I mean, right. a lot of people in my, in my building are working from home this summer as well. And, and then I'll, uh, I'll get, I'll get myself ready to roll and I'll, I'll arrive here at about nine o'clock. And, um, so I've been actually parking down there, walking over into Peden stadium and catching a couple guys as they're, you know, little fist bump as they're going down to practice as well. Oh, that's cool. And then, and then watching the first bit of practice a little bit and they're looking good. Yeah. They're looking good. So uh, yeah. what I see, what I read about Curtis, um, shoot. Well, he, he, uh, he's he full for go. an award. Is he, is well, he? Uh, probably Sam yeah. Wiglis is up for the Blitnikoff, uh, award. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, and OU, uh, is, uh, the coaches poll ranked them first for this year in the uh, Mac in East. The Mac. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for good things. I, I, you know, I think could they, be the year they win it last year. If, if, uh, the whole thing. The whole shebang. Yeah if, yeah, if Curtis doesn't get hurt, I think. And, and yeah, you're right. Uh, you're right. Backup did a great job. Uh, he did. Just CJ changed things um, going into that last it game. It did. That um, he had a lot of success when he first came in. Yeah. When he finished the game at Ball State, and then mm-hmm. the last home game here, where really nobody had any film, everybody had prepared for Curtis, right? Right. And CJ was such a different type of quarterback and then and then you know and then uh toledo has three or four weeks to prepare right and they were ready yep yeah they were ready yep. and uh, them. so yeah they, yeah this should be a good year for for the bobcats it really should it really you should have season tickets actually i i do not i well i mean we are going to buy them probably yeah um because uh, April and Kaylee will want to go. Kaylee's no longer a student, and so she doesn't get that student uh, ticket. But um, and then Brock and Allie are going to be here as well. That's right. Yeah, that's. I guess that's yeah. news from last week. That bit. is. There have been developments since last week, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, I had a feeling there would be. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yep. The whole Stewart family's back together. They are. Yeah. They, that's right. <laughs> uh, thank you all for praying for Brock and, and any of you who've, who've done anything. Um, Brock and Allie and Palmer, my yep. granddaughter. Yep. And, uh, you know, any, any of you that maybe even uh, did more than pray as well. Um, thank you very much for that. They are still uh, in transition mode and, and, uh, and uh, working on um, you know, what their next steps are going to be. But it, since the time we recorded last, Allie was offered an elementary school teaching position at Alexander mm-hmm. Elementary School here in Athens. And, um, and so they went ahead and accepted that. Um, Brock is still throwing his net out there and, yeah. and applying. And now that he knows, now that they know that they're going to be living close to grandma, grandpa, aunt Kaylee, and, uh, both sets of grandpas, great grandparents, you know, I mean, uh, gra- grandpa, grandmas on both sides and grandparents and, and relatives, they've got lots of childcare opportunities. And yep. so, um, you know, Brock is, is considering, uh, master's degree here at OU. He's he's applied for a couple of positions here at OU. I'm um, really just hoping and praying that that one of those, who, which is right up his his alley in terms of his uh, yeah. um, expertise, um, he's very qualified for it. So I hope he gets the opportunity. I feel good about it. You know, the one thing that Brock and Allie are going to have to deal with is all of you grandparents um, deciding what's best for Palmer. <laughs> You're not kidding. At- <laughs> <laughs> because you're going to, you, you know, uh, well, uh, cookies, for instance. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, we're not doing that yet. All right, well, right. she's a little young. That's right. right. She's a little young, but uh, they're going to they're gonna go through that. And that's not something they had to deal with. Like, you know, you, you think initially, and I think they're going to be blown away. First, I got something for oh, you here, Pat. I got something for you. That's it. <laughs> I got her to laugh. <laughs> I, listen to that. That was some of the first time. Oh, man, that's awesome. Too. That she actually gave that big belly laugh like that. So that's my granddaughter, Palmer. She made the podcast. She's on. Palmer made the podcast before Allie did. Can you believe uh, that? Yeah. A dual scholarship, collegiate athlete, record-breaking cross-country and track runner in NCAA Division II, and we've not had her on here. I blame you. We need to get her in here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We should, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Better do it quick before school starts. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna feel ultra blessed about how you know the uh, everyone being there to yeah. support them. Yep. To volunteer to help. That's right. Which is a good segue. No problem at all volunteering. Into the uh the second uh the second uh part of our do's and don'ts series. Part two, what to do. In the world of sports, as a parent, right? Yep. As a parent of children who play sports, what to do for yourself, things that you should do for yourself, things you should do with other parents, things you should do with your coaches, um, things you should do for your children. And on the other side of that, we're going to recommend some things you should not do Correct. for all of those categories of people as well. Right. And so bouncing right back into it, we, we could put ourselves on the spot and say, let's review what we talked about last time, <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> I, wanna, we're, I, I say we leave that up to our listeners. That's right. That's right. And uh, if they have any questions or thoughts, they can reach out to we us. We can jump right ahead, jump right ahead, move <laughs> forward, moving forward, no looking back. Yeah. So the first, our first one, our first do for the day is what? Speaking to parents, definitely do offer to help. Definitely do volunteer your time in any way that you can support the program and the coaches, right? And I know that, like, when I mention that out loud, we have coaches that listen to our podcast, (laughs) right? Right. And some of them may go, I, I, don't, I don't know if I want that. I don't know if I want that, right? right. So we as coaches are saying, do it. Uh, to, to asking parents, the parents to, do it, to, yeah. to volunteer. Yeah. Right. Well, and then you, you would have to wonder, I guess, to the parents out there, why would a coach mm. not want someone to volunteer? Yep. You know? But there's a lot of things that, that 
coaching entails. And I would say, you know, from our perspective now, at a high school level, uh, that that <laughs> is true exponentially. <laughs> yes. Uh, from an administration. Yes. Uh, fundraising. Um, just anything that you have to, do, you know, feeding. <laughs> There's all kinds of things that you're responsible right. for that you, you know, think before you do it, thinking about going in to do it, you, you probably don't think the, about some of these things. There are things that your coaches are wanting to get done that he or she is going to have to do himself, but would prefer not to have to do it themselves, right? Right. Um, or they're going to have to put it on their back burner and not get it done. But it would be great if we could get this done. And those are the things that you could you could be a huge help for you know with. Sure. Um, you know, I, we should probably instead of being abstract, we should probably provide some examples of that. Like you you mentioned feeding things like that. Right. We're talking about a high school program. Then then kids the, before before long trips or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Parents step up to to volunteer to you know organize you know, how to get food there, yeah. what food to get, things like that. We've, we've done that on a few occasions. Right. Yeah. I mean, there, there are lots of things that, um, even, you know, even from a youth sports perspective, there are, there are ways that we used parents as volunteers in practice when my kids were younger playing 10 U, 11 U, 12 U ball. Sure. And, you know, cause I know some, some people might, might be like, well, okay. When you say volunteer, you're talking about like those things, right? The off the field things, the bringing food, you know, you know, things like that. But no, there are times when I, when I, when we actually wanted parental volunteers during practice. Sure. And I told them specifically what we would like to have them help with. And um, this is sort of the way we handled it back when I was coaching youth ball. And this is kind of taking me back now, but I remember having a, that initial parent meeting with our like little league team or whatever it was, 12U team. And we introduced the coaching staff. So you have myself and then this other guy or these other people, you know, these, these two other guys are this, these are the coaches and this is what we're going to be, you know, teaching your children. This is how we're going to be leading them. These, this is what the practices are going to look like and how they're going to be structured. And so I would kind of go over what the practice plan would look like. And then obviously when you hear the practice plan, it makes sense that we don't have enough coaches to be at all the different places we would like for our kids to be working. Mm -hmm. And so in those moments and on those practice plans, we might be calling upon some of you to volunteer in these ways. And, and, and I was very clear when I said, we are not going to ask you to volunteer to coach, to instruct. Okay. In fact, we would prefer that you didn't. Not that we don't trust you. It's just that you know that's it's not what we're asking you to do. It's, right. it's you know we're the coaches and 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 uh, and so if you'd like to be on the coaching staff, we could talk for next year and we'll we'll see if we we'll see if our philosophies mesh and and sure enough, which but, that's also a volunteer exactly. You know, in, in oh many yes, cases. absolutely. Yeah. It's in, in a lot of youth sports, it's very hard to get an assistant coach, yeah. right? Well, it's easy to get an assistant coach. It's hard to get a head coach. Well, true. But <laughs> hey, I would I I would like to know of any parents out there that would that have an interest in becoming coaches. It's For it's, sure. it, it's hard to keep coaches in, it in, is. Your, in your it is uh, in your staff. And, and You've done a good job of it the last couple of years. Well, it's I mean I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What, it, yeah, I mean, it's. It, it, we've got some great people that want to be there, you know, whether they've, and, they, and only one of them has a child in the program. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, it'll be, I'll be, I'll be, it'll be, I'll be curious to see if Wes wants to stick around after next year, because not only is, does he have Peyton who um, will be graduating this year, but his daughter is a phenomenal athlete volleyball as well. Player, yeah. yeah. She's, she's going to play volleyball in college for Not sure. In the spring though. And, uh, she does. Oh yeah. She plays in the spring for in college. She won't though. Well, in college, right, right, right. yeah. So she plays, but she's to be in high school. The fall, and she's younger than Peyton too. So, oh, so yeah, I got you. I hope Wes listens to our podcast too, so he's hearing I me thought, say this, and I'm I'm going to tell him right now. You can't, you can't walk away after Peyton graduates. In fact, coaching will get a lot, coaching will get a lot more fun for you 
after he graduates. He will. It's a lot less stressful. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, man. I can see, and I, it, and he, you know, he and I have talked about it. I, you can see this, like when Peyton's pitching, especially, because I, I, I got stressed out every at bat. Every time Brock was up, I would be down in third base, and I, and it was just a little different feel. You feel it with your son playing. I do. It's just different, right? Yeah, it's different. It, but, but now that I'm not, all of these kids are my kids now. And yeah. they're all the same. Mm-hmm. Like none of the like, yeah. I love all of my kids, but I'm sorry, I love mine a little bit more. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so when that when yours you. is on your and you you get a little bit more nervous. Well, for your kid. And there's a lot of factors for that. Not only because you want them to succeed, but because you know <laughs> that they are a reflection of you yeah. as well. So yeah. whether you, that's you, good or bad. Well, I would say perce- that's, a good or bad perception. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and that feeling is very human, but I, yeah, run from that feeling as yeah. much as you can, because it's not good. Like yeah. you, you should never feel any way about your kids. You should never feel that it impact in a reflection. Is that a, is that a don't? In fact, that th- yeah, it, make, it reminds me of a don't. So I'm actually writing it down here. We can bounce to it later, but, but anyway, I mean, I guess it's just to finish the, um, yeah, I got one. So to finish that thought, or, you know, or that story, uh, I said we're gonna we're gonna ask you to volunteer to put ball, baseballs on tees. We're gonna ask we might ask some of you to volunteer to catch bullpens because we don't have enough people. You know, we don't have enough kids. We only had like twelve kids in the team, and if we're gonna have four stations, and during one of those, you know, during during BP, I'm gonna send pitchers over to throw. I, I, we won't. We don't have enough kids yeah. catchers. So if we could get a couple parents to sit on some buckets, we'll give you a mitt, you know, and just, just all we got. All we're asking you to do is catch the ball and throw it back to them. Catch the ball, throw it back to them. Right? And Huge you know, help. for the younger kids, that's yeah. You know, I wouldn't ask parents to come and catch bullpens for our high school kids, but we don't need that. You know, that's not something we need. I know some school. parents that would though. Right. When you're oh staff. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well he, he has, he has, and he yeah. does. Yeah. 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 He's got a cannon. That's what the, that's what the Pony League player said. Is that what, did they? Yeah. But, uh, you know, you said you, you were real specific about what you do and don't want them to do. And yeah. I think, you know, that would be, that would be a reason why coaches might shy away yes. from doing this because there's, there's, people out there that can't focus just on that task of, you know, well, just set the ball on the tee. You know, they, yeah. they start talking about mechanics and, yeah. you know, keeping your elbow up and, you know, things <laughs> like that. And it's just repeating things sure. that, you, you know, not necessarily could be a bad thing, but um, yeah, not, you, not you, coming from the same, the voice isn't coming from the same place. Sure. And that, that can confuse things. Sure. Yeah. Well, and let's just be really honest. There's a reason why, you know, as a coach, I can say this. There are people I want to volunteer and are there people I don't want to volunteer, right? Yeah. Because, you know, there are people who, if they volunteer, they're going to want an advisory role in, on your coaching right. staff, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, whether they say it or not, you know, like that's, they I mean, because they already do that. They already, they already sit up there and, and, and critique and think and, you know, and basically coach in their own mind or even out loud to the people that are standing or sitting around. And, uh, and you know, so when you say, just kind of put it out there as a blanket statement, hey, yeah, do volunteer. There are, understand folks, there are coaches who are, who are like, no, there are some people I don't want to volunteer. Sure. And if you're one of those people, I'll tell you how you can know you're one of those people because you are the biggest critic of that coach. Yeah. Right? If you're the biggest critic of that coach and everything that coach does, every decision they make, then you're probably the one they don't want to volunteer. Right. Yeah, sure. And, and so, you know, I mean, whether you like being that person or not, that's just the truth. Yeah. And we've talked, we talked yeah. about some of those things yeah. in our, in our previous yeah. episode. So how about this one? Is this a do or a don't? This is a don't. Okay. It's kind of odd. I think people are going to cock their head in an odd way. Do not focus on goals. Originally, I was thinking okay. to say, yeah, I was saying don't set goals, but that's not good. I think you should have goals. I think you should set goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but m- much more important than goals are the pathways that you're going to get to those goals. Yeah. So, you know, a goal is an end result. 
And yes. I've, I've become real big over yep. the last few years of telling athletes, telling parents, don't focus on results. Focus on the approach. Yeah. Focus on the process. Have a system and focus on that. Yes. And when you, you know, and, and following a game, following a practice, you go back and you don't think about, you know, how many hits you had. You don't think about uh, how many errors you mm -hmm. had. You think about, during those plays, did I, did I, was my footwork good? Was I thinking, you know, pre-pitch, what I need to do with the ball? Was I ready to field the ball? You know, all these things that add up to making yeah. that play, to the end result yeah. of that play. Because in sports, the, you know, the bottom line is we don't control. There's a, there's a, a lot of uh, luck or uh, coincidence, circumstance that goes into the result of a play, mm -hmm. the result you the know. result of a game. Yeah. The result of a season. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, if you're focusing on those goals, it's easy to lose. I mean, what if you, you're halfway through the season and you can no longer obtain a goal? Then where are you at? You know, right. that's rough. Yeah. You know, that's hard to overcome. So do not focus on goals. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and, it's kind of similar to the one that came to mind there just a few minutes ago. And so I'll just go ahead and say it now. Okay. Like as a, like this would be like a, a sub point of your don't focus on goals. And that is don't care too much about how your child performs. Yeah. Don't care. Like, right. And that's, so that's even, that's even within the process as well. Right. Like it's, and this is tough because you're going to care. And you want to care, and we want you to care, but the, the key there is too much. Yeah, don't care too much. One thing that I, I, and I, 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 I feel this, but it, one thing that I started to do after my kids' practices and games is ask them more so at practice because over the last couple of years, especially with Jeremiah, my younger son, I've not been as uh, present in his practices mm -hmm. and even some games because, you know, he played, he's been playing junior high ball in the spring. And so yeah. we, we might be at practice or a game and I'm not yeah. able to make it. So a lot of times I have, I'm in a, I, I was placed in opportunities to ask him how things went. Right. How did it go? Yeah. How did you play? And believe it or not, <laughs> our kids are able to give you, give us, you know, a, a thought on how well they did. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's, uh, actually, a lot of times it's eh, okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's I, I I was great, and then sometimes it's you know I was I was horrible. Yeah. But it, it's a good practice, I think. If you have a hard time, if you feel like that you are trying to you got to motivate your kid or you you want them to care more about their sport or whatever it is, which that that leads into another one of our, that we have. Ask them what they think. Yeah. Ask them for sure. how they did. You know, ask them how it went because if you hear it from them, uh, that that that's that's really what you're trying to get to anyway. You're you're trying to make them be the owner of uh, of their experience. Well, and their answer just might surprise you how much different it is than what you were expecting them to say. Perhaps. Oh yeah, right? I, I guarantee it will. I'm I'm looking for a um, a video to try to play because I was just I just saw this yesterday, and it was a. Um, it was an interview with a basketball player from Boston College, I believe, where you could tell the guy was really distraught. There it is. Okay, so the re memory from playing basketball. Boston College. What are you going to take away as your best memory from playing basketball at Boston College? Okay, yeah, Boston College lost. This was like seven years ago. Um, lost in the ACC tournament, and this is a press conference from after the game, after the season, talking to one of their star players. I assume he's one of the, I don't even know who it is, but but I just happened to see this video. It scrolled across like, I don't know if it was YouTube or TikTok or something, sitting at the house watching videos. <laughs> and and uh, this guy's clearly distraught. What is your best memory from playing basketball at Boston College? Probably just like... Puts his head down, he's crying. I mean, look at that. Yeah. He's trying to think what's what's going to be your best memory. Listen to what he says. I mean, I'm still rolling the video. They're yeah. waiting for him to talk. Going out to eat. Wow. 
and then he breaks down and cries again. You know, I have that they're shocked at his answer. And what was funny about that is the video that I saw yesterday said it, it was making fun of it. Really? It was like the person oh, doesn't like the person a, didn't get it. That person is never it's probably somebody who never played sports. Like a TikTok. Yeah. And they're like I can see him. I can this see him guy's, pretty funny. This guy's this guy's big best memory and what he's gonna miss most about playing college, a college sport. And he was breaking down and crying. And his yeah. aunt, and when he lifted his head, he said, Probably going out to eat. Yeah. That's I'd say that's one reason that you uh, are so big on the bus ride. It is. Yeah. It is. It's good Everybody has to ride the bus home from our trips, mm-hmm. to and from. Yeah. Because the experience of playing a sport is so much more than meeting those goals. Yeah. To go back to your point. Right. Than, than the performance. Yeah. A uh, bunch of results. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. So I, the... I think it's good to say, you know, another don't would be do not define success for your athlete. Yes. And I think that fits in with, does. with what we're talking about here because, you know, he's he obviously found a lot of uh, happiness in, that, in those times that he was spending yeah. eating with his with his teammates, you know, with the coaching staff and things like that. And, you know, you, it's so easy to, in sports, to look at a win, a win-loss column. It's so easy to think about championships and things like that. But those, that, that, those things are almost, hmm. that they don't correlate to life. Like right. other parts of the sport. Right. They, they are least like life. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you're, those are, th- those are, once in a lifetime moments. Yes. I mean, I mean, there's a reason why we say this is a once in a lifetime experience because right. it really is. Yeah. But it's the experiences that you have every day, all the time, with those other players and friends on your team, that the, you're going to be doing that for the rest of your life. Yes. And the best moments of that, in many cases, are with your team. Right. Yeah. You're gonna go. You're gonna be going out to eat a lot. Maybe. You know, depending on who you are and you know how you, what kind of I guess funds you got as an adult, right? Or what you desire to do, right? You're going to be going out to eat a lot, but but not like that. Well, the, yeah, that's, like the, that. that's the thing. He's it's the time that he's spending with yes. those with those teammates, you know, yes. with those with the coaches and and you know things like that. And that's <laughs> that falls into you know if you ever wonder why a kid would continue to play a sport when they don't get to play much. That's right. That's probably one That's of the reasons. why. Yeah. That's why. Yep. Because of the time that they get spent with their friends. The right. experience of being a part of that group of, you know, of, of, uh, of being a part of a program, a part of a, a, a team that's striving to accomplish something. Boy, I tell you what, that gives me another, that gives me another thought just to stay right in this vein that we're talking about right now, but it's actually a do. Yeah. Because you said don't, focus on goals, but I would say, based on what, what you just said, I would say do help sit down with your kids, help them set realistic goals for the season. Yeah, absolutely. Realistic goals, right? Right. And and um, that, that requires honesty, like it mm-hmm. requires you being honest and them being honest, truly being able to assess where they are where they stand probably on the team. Yeah, and I think, you know, going back, you know, do think about habits, you know, mm-hmm. because to get, I think to get to realistic goals, you got to think about how you're going to get there. Yes. And, yes. you know, right. It, it, you know, so what are, what are you going to do to get to I mean, that goal? Be honest. I mean, if, if, yeah, if, if, let's say, like, you say your kid plays football, right? And, uh, and you want to help them set goals for the football season, but all they've done all summer is sit around on the couch and play video games and eat chips. Right. <laughs> it's probably not realistic that they're going to be very strong. Yes. In come August. Right. Right. And, and yeah, that's good. Man, that's good. I mean, it's good stuff right there. Here's another, here's a, here's a don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for a parent. We're rolling them up now. Don't come to the coach. 
at the beginning of the season and ask what your kid needs to do to get more playing time. At the beginning of the season. <laughs> it's too late. Before. <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe you can ask about next season. Right. But if you're if you if you waited until the beginning of the season, it's it's probably too late. Yeah, it's uh it's August right now. Baseball is a handful of months away. Ask it now for baseball. Yeah. Ask yeah. it now. Right? Yeah, and if you are asking that question, I can give you a be hint. prepared for the answer. <laughs> well, I could tell you right now. Be going to the weight room isn't gonna be a bad thing. It's so you might want to not gonna be a bad there. thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good stuff. Yeah. Let's see. I had a um, a do, I believe. What was my do? I just thought of it, and and now it's left me. I have a do. Okay. We'll go with mine and see if you. Oh, remember. I just thought of it. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you first. I've got mine written down. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at my old notes from from two weeks ago, and, and I've got some marked out and some some circled. So. Here's here's a do. Here's a do. Uh, do keep a sense of humor. Yeah. Right. With with ev- with everything, and yeah. that's with you, with your, you know, with with the parents, with coaches, with children, with with your kids, everything. I mean, and that and that really kind of comes back to the don't take it more seriously than your child takes it. You know, and and so keep a sense of like like if if your children know that you're having fun in this experience of them playing sports, they're going to have a lot more fun as well. Yeah, that's true. The kids that I see who don't have very much fun playing the game are the kids whose parents have just completely lost, like there's there's no sense of humor. You know, I mean, there's nothing, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, It's not funny to see your kids fail, right? It's just, it's not funny. But it's some, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta laugh and say, hey, Today's not your day. It's all right. That's that's part of sports. Wake up again tomorrow. Do it again. I mean, you know, um, yeah. And that's just. I guess that's the same. It's kind of the same thing as don't take it too seriously. Don't take it more seriously than your kids. Which I think we have talked about that. But yeah, yeah. Well, coach, you had you know Brock, your son. Well, heck, Kaylee and Brock both had very good high school careers. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. And. Went on to play college softball and baseball, and so. But I, I guess I'd ask you how can you think of a moment in in high school sports where Brock failed over that you've thought about over the last couple of weeks? Over the last couple of weeks, yeah. yeah. No, no. It doesn't. It's not going to mean anything two or three years after they quit playing. Two or three weeks, two or three days, because you're on to the next thing. You're on, the, yeah. And there's more important things. Yeah. Not not to say it's it doesn't have value, but the, uh, sp- speaking directly, of, you know, in regards to the failures and the losses and you know their mm-hmm. performance, mm-hmm. it's not going to matter. No, it's really not. And no. you know we're we we waste a lot of time and energy and and motion or, uh, emotion in thinking about those things, yeah. you know, when we could just be focusing on our kids and them enjoying, you know, this this game, whatever game it is. Obviously, we both know that baseball is the greatest game in that's the world. Right. Yeah, that's right. But no doubt about it. <laughs> this is true for any sport. Just, yes. you know, make sure you're, you are enjoying, enjoying your kid um, playing. Uh, that's a great, great piece of advice there. And it it actually it goes with my other do of do encourage your kids' love for their sport. Mm-hmm. You know, not and I, I've told people this over the last several years. You know, what you know, when they come to me, they say, "What can I do to help my kid be a better hitter? What can I do to help my kid be a better pitcher?" And a lot of times, my answer is just just nurture their love for the game because yeah. if they love it, they're going to work at it and they're going to. They're and probably going to be good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but by, by uh, like you said, by us enjoying the game, it, lets, it allows the kids to enjoy yeah, the game true. a lot more, too. So, you know, don't. 
it kind of goes hand in hand with the mental part of sports and how, you know, Mm -hmm. we talk about how much time we spend uh, practicing the mental side of the game, you know, the love for a sport is very important. And if if you're going to play, you know, above high school, if you're going to, if you're going to play a college sport, the love for that sport is astronomically important. You, you pretty much essential. You have to have it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it it can't be something that you just do to hang out with your friends. For sure. you got to love that sport. So if you want your kids to get to that spot, one of the most important things you can do is nurture that love yeah. that they have for, for that sport. And, and, you know. That's a good word. Yeah. I'm going to go a little different direction here okay. on a don't. All right. Do not go broke so that your child can play <laughs> sports. Yeah. If we could stop anybody right now in the middle of it and say it isn't necessary, it just really isn't. I think, I think back, if I were to go back and, and I should have done this, actually, probably should have done this already I've, I've, or, or while we were doing it. But if I could go back and say, okay, from year 2013 through year 2018, those five years or six, however many that is, take every receipt <laughs> and every, you know, every, every payment we made for their travel team and, you know, the six uniforms and the, I mean, like six uniforms per season, that kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, th- those kinds of things, the, the amount of money that we spent on hotels and going out to eat gas. and gas and everything, it would be appalling to think of how much money we we spent doing that and in, invested in that really sure. and 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 so part of me as i'm saying that goes back and thinks i don't regret any of it no i would do it again right but the other part of me th- says could some of that at least have been better used utilized in our family because the truth is it's not necessary to have to do that to give your kids a really great experience right. and even give them opportunity, you know, cause some people are like, well, it's, I don't just want my kids to have a rec experience, rec ball experience. I want them to have opportunities and sure. you only get opportunities when you put money into it. And that isn't true. No, it's not. No, it's, it's how our podcast began. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's, oh, there's all kind of talking points out of this. If you, if you are regretting it as you're doing it, that's a, that's mm-hmm. a sign that you shouldn't be doing Stop. it. Stop. Yes. Yeah, you're you're yes. putting too much money in, in it. Um, a lot of people, you know, this, you know, the experience of traveling and playing, uh, you know, sports and things like that are good for families. So to those people, right. it's worth the money. And if you, if you feel that value in it, then you're not, overspending, you know, you're not, you're, you're getting, you're getting something back for, for what you're spending. But I I guess there's going to be a lot of people out there that says, yes, it is true. You have to spend money to get those opportunities. And I guess what I would say to that is you, you, you don't have to look very far, much further than major league baseball to know, you know, some of the the best baseball players in the world come from the Dominican Republic. Yeah. And you know you can you can watch videos on online. It, it, you, they're out there. These guys hitting off, you know, uh, street cones and you know using a tree stump for a tee. Yeah. And, and uh, have you, you ever seen the? Uh, I don't know if it was on the thirty thirty or not, but Mariano Rivera, he had that the cardboard glove. Yeah. Oh wow. Have you ever seen that? He put no. it. He actually had it during the interview, and it was just like it almost looked like. Maybe just a single piece of cardboard that they cut a hole in, and he would he had actually slid over his hand, and he patted it. And he said, "If you had one of these, you were, you were way." You actually of the had game. something. Yes. Wow. So you know, the, in, but I tell you what, those kids love baseball. Yes, they, <laughs> they do. love baseball. They don't love the stuff of baseball. They because they don't have the stuff. Right. They love baseball. They don't have sliding mitts. Yeah, they right. just put their thumb in their fingers and oh, make man. a fist, we, we, and they slide. We should, we should, we should do an episode on sliding, <laughs> sliding minutes. minutes. I make a bunch of people out there mad. I know a lot of my Meg's parents too. Um, I don't know what we did. <laughs> I mean, five years ago, two years ago, what did we do? How did people slide into bases? 
they didn't. <laughs> didn't happen. They it didn't happen. I don't know. There, you know, it's hard to argue with the science, Coach. Yes, it is safer. We were evolving. A, a sliding we, so, 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 uh, sliding yeah. bit. But uh, yeah, spending money. <laughs> uh, there's things you, if you think about it, and I know we've talked about this before. Actually, I'm sure we talked about it in our first few episodes of the the, the podcast. You know, and, and I've thought about it a bunch. Just if you think about you know a weekend of games and you know travel opportunities because you know and i don't think you can deny it a lot of travel teams and there's there's definitely different classes of travel teams but a lot of travel teams don't spend much time practicing no they just don't no it, it's all about the games it's about that game experience mm-hmm. and you know playing better competition which it's you know that's a thing i completely agree with you um agree with that concept but you're you're a lot of times you're passing up on practice yeah. And you could take, you know, you can go out for a half an hour and field more ground balls than you will in a season yeah. of travel ball. That's the truth. And not not saying that you shouldn't play travel ball, not saying you you know, you shouldn't spend money to, to learn uh, you know, technique and and to you know, to have instructors, you know, we buy into that stuff. But Evaluate it. Think about I, I it. Think guess, about what yeah. you're trading off, and I guess, what could be repla- You know what you could what you could have in its place. We're just saying it's not necessary. Yeah, you, it, it, it's, you're not going to fall not behind. Necessary. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's not going to prevent you, you from getting where you right. where you want to be if and, if you want to be there. You know, and so I I suppose the, the you know if somebody says okay if if that's the case like if you. If you if you're saying don't go broke and we don't have to spend all that money, then what's the answer? What what do we do instead? What do we do instead of having our kids play travel ball and spend all this money and all that? Here's my answer to that: Go back to the beginning and listen to the first seven episodes <laughs> yes. of our podcast because this is precisely one of the reasons why we started this podcast. It was only going to be about six or seven episodes right. because we talked about just player development and focusing on that and how to how to begin doing it, how to actually start it, how to, how to create it. And um, I tell you what, my brother's actually doing this this year, this next year. He's having tryouts. I actually had tryouts yesterday, and he's having it again Sunday, I believe. Yep. A couple of my players went up or going up oh, and, and trying out for him. Yeah, uh, just basically the idea is just simple base, just baseball. We're yep. not going to spend a ton of money. We're not going to go far away tournaments. Uh, you know, your kids are going to get to play baseball. They're going to be coached well. And, and About 30 games. We're going we're gonna to scale it back. And we want to have a little bit bigger roster because anybody that wants to go on vacations, go on vacations. If you need to miss for football or basketball or something, go ahead and miss. Understand that, that if we're all there and we got a roster of 14 or 15, probably not everybody's going to play that day. Yep. Right. But it's okay if you need to. I mean, this that's just the way it is. We understand that summer's tough. Summer's full. Very. So we're going to create a baseball team that, Acknowledges that and operates within that. Yeah, and I, I love think you it. You have to now. I love it. Yeah, that's, that's that would be something we could talk about. That's called at some the. Point. What is his team called? The Mid Ohio. Um, he's got a name for him, and I saw his hat for it already. I can't remember. I can't either. Daggone it! They're going to play. Should have thought of that. Uh, about thirty games, though. I know that. Yeah, I mean, he even said, you know, if you put together your high school summer program, like you know, and you got you got nine or ten kids that aren't playing anywhere, we'll play you. You know, things like that. I was mean, just game, playing, playing some baseball, yep. right? Yep. And who's to say that playing that kind of game against that kind of a team in the summer is, is a lesser experience than the one where you paid $1,600 to get in the tournament and another $800 to stay in the hotel and another $400 to eat and another $300 to drive there, right? Yeah, and sometimes and, you... And, you and, and you're guaranteed that these scouts are coming to watch you and then you show up to this some remote field at some high school out in Podunk County somewhere and you're like, I don't see any scouts around here. Well, these well there's the other about? field. Well, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're down at Miami, at, at, at Miami University, and they're 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 over at Akron, and they're they're, they're it, at those fields. And sometimes you pay all that money and travel all that distance, and then you end up playing a team that's about an hour away. Every time, <laughs> every time, you would be amazed how many times you run in the same team. That happened to uh, uh, Jake's 
girlfriend. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I'm allowed to to say girlfriend to say name to say her, oh. to say any names. I, I, I better maybe we should have her. Maybe I should see if uh, she wants to come on and talk talk about sports because she's a she she travels around a lot. She does, does big, she big time softball. So and you know what? I, 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 yeah, there's there's some people we, that I think we could have a good conversation about that with. Um, but going back to what you said about being, you, we got to be adapt uh, be able to adapt to changing times because we're losing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's getting so hard, and I would say all sports need to think about this because it's getting so hard for kids to play multiple sports now. Um, Indeed, and I even you know I think I feel like two or three years ago there was a big movement to go. Uh, you know, for multi-sport athletes and everyone was talking about it. In some of the conversations I've seen now, I feel like it's going back the other way where people are like, well, here's, here's some reasons to specialize. And, you know, to be honest with you, I think there, there is a time and a place where There's you a should time. think about that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I think we, you know, it, it, you want to do something for sports, for the, for the future of youth sports, uh, for the future of high school sports, start thinking about ways that uh, all those can, can fit together because for the smaller schools it's hard it's now yeah. very hard for a uh, a player to be a three sport mm-hmm. three sport three sport athlete it is it is and by the way i don't think that any kid should ever consider specializing before they even get to high school no me neither i, I mean that's uh, yeah i, I just well, don't I, never I mean I, if you got a kid that doesn't enjoy anything else but one sport and that's really all they want to do okay that's fine but I mean, but don't try, don't, I just, don't, be careful of, of saying, well, this is the one they're really good at. And so let's, let's, let's get them, let's get them playing more of this. If you think they might still be interested in playing yeah. the other there's, two or the other one. Or there's what, several reasons for that. There we could is. probably talk about that. Developmentally, it's, yeah, yeah. injury prone, you know, injury yeah. uh, um, prevention, things like that as well. So, yeah. Cool. Well, what do you think? One more, or is that it? Well, I got a don't for coaches. Let's do it. Let's finish with let's finish with this one. Don't for for coaches. For coaches. Oh, okay. Do not talk too much. Hmm. I thought that'd be a good one to end on. Okay. <laughs> or coaches do learn to bite your tongue. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Because I think we said we said that to parents as well. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. So we can that's say for coaches notes, as well. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Be valuable in what you're saying. Make right. sure you're not just. You know, I I was watching the Little League World Series. Yeah, which game? Well, uh, the regional games. It was uh, shoot. It was um, it was last night. Who was that playing? Was it the later one, the yes. Hawaii and California? It was the game before that. That was uh, Rhode Island and New Rhode Jersey. Rhode Island. Yep. And they put it on New Jersey. They did. That coach, man. <laughs> so he goes out to the. Um, he goes out to the. Mound. You talking about the end of the game when uh, they couldn't get the last out? They had two outs, and the, and and New Jersey was making a little bit of a surge. Yes, I okay. think. And he goes out to the mound. And he's trying. He's like, "Have I ever told you the story?" And the kids are like talking over him. Did you oh, see that? No, no. I and he's like, stop that. it. Stop it. And I feel like he was trying to have he's his moment. He's mic'd up. Yes, he's mic'd up, so he's trying to have his moment. He was having his moment. Yes. And then after the game, he's out there talking. He says so he chirps a little bit out there. He's like, they didn't. They thought they were going to come in here and throw anybody they wanted at us, and that just didn't work. <laughs> but uh, it's so funny because he was talking, 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 and they, they panned behind him. The camera was behind him. And the kid that came in and closed out the game, standing in right in front of, <laughs> like two feet in front of his face, was look. It looked like he was looking around his head, constantly, like looking around him, not even looking at him. Like this kid's not even paying attention to you. <laughs> and the coach was going into stuff, and he just, to me, he just kept going and going and going, and I'm like. Immediately after at a mound visit? No, no, no. This was after the game in left field. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The post game yes. talk. And I'm thinking, oh, oh yeah. Goodness. He's saying some okay things, but those kids are not engaged at all. I hope I'm not like that. They're after games. They, <laughs> you know what? They really are. 
they're not hearing much of what you're saying after the game. Mm-mm. If you lost, they're thinking more about, I mean, you can't say anything to them that they're already thinking. There's been times where right, I haven't said lost. anything. And I said, let's break and it if down. They, and if you want, all the they bus. want to do is celebrate. I, that's one of the reasons, that's one of the things I love about home games is we have jobs that we do before we do anything. So we'll shake hands. If it's a win, fan, you know, great. We'll shake hands with the other team. We'll shake hands with each other. And then we do our jobs. If we lose, we'll shake hands, do our jobs. And then after about 30 minutes, however long it takes to get the field prepped, get it back, you know, get it repaired, we'll, we'll meet. And by that time, I've already thought through in my mind what needs to be said and what doesn't. And usually it's not nearly as much as I know I would have said had we just met right after the game. <laughs> right. And that's why, and that's honestly why, even at away games, we don't go out to the outfield. We just, after we shake hands, we'll go to the in front of the dugout and we'll say a couple things. We'll say, you know, make sure you just remind them, make sure you get everything cleaned up. We want to leave this place better than what we found it. And then before we leave the fence, we'll get a break down. So we even have that space between, between that meeting as well. I, I'm just, I'm not a big fan of the post game meeting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, anymore. I, I used to be. Yeah, I have been yeah. in the past, but you know, I try to keep it as quick as, as short yeah. as I can. Like I said, sometimes there's not much to say. Sometimes no. it's just let's just get out. Yeah, of here. I mean, those kids last night in that game, they got a championship game to play tonight, right? Yes, because that was a semi-final, and, and they're they're moving on. Like I'm, that kid's probably thinking, well, he, one, he's probably thinking, I could use a cheeseburger right now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I want to go back and swim in the pool and get back to the hotel. You know, want to go eat? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it, and so he, he's not catching anything. So yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Don't talk too much. Yeah. Don't talk too much. Yeah. Folks, thanks for joining us again. I I, I hope you can hear the uh, the. The, the happiness that, that comes from Coach Stewart and I's mouth when we're, we talk about these types of things because it's, it's such a big part of our life and mm-hmm. it means a lot to us and that, that's why we that's why we get on here as much as we do and ramble and, and talk as long as we do because we just want we love the game we love sports you know love kids and we want to be able to help as much as we can so appreciate everyone out there that listens to us and gives us a, the time of day and hope you can uh Hope you can carry it on and and feel motivated to to do the same. Appreciate you, Coach. Appreciate you. Talk to you again uh, next week.